Hey, welcome to the Eat Local CMI podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale, and this week's episode is a little different because I went around and I interviewed four different restaurant owners uh, in their restaurants and asked them what was their experience like and well, I just asked them a bunch of different questions about what it's like to be involved with Grubhub and DoorDash. I'm not sure if it's beneficial, if it's profitable for some businesses. I'm sure it's profitable for some and not profitable for others because if you didn't know, that a lot of these delivery services take a 33% commission off each order. Um, so yeah, so I just wanted to sit down with them and kind of get their take on it and see what their experience was like in using them. And that's really what this is. Um, it's also going to be released in video form. So if you follow us on YouTube, uh, you can go subscribe to our channel, Just Eat Local CMY, or on Instagram or Facebook. We're going to have it out there. But it's also here for the audio. So yeah, I'm just sitting down and asking them some different questions about what it's like. And I sit down and talk with Devin from the Brian Wall Eatery, Pat Orr from PB&J Lunchbox. I talked to Nick Ford from Limp Lizard, and then also Paul Valenti from Glazed and Confused. So I hope you enjoy it. Like I said, it's a little different. Um, and in some cases, you're not going to be able to clearly hear what I'm saying, uh, just the way the mic was set up, because again, I, you know, recorded this uh, with the intentions of video. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, here it is. Here is my conversations with these four restaurant owners. That, that's kind of where I've kind of met in the middle. It's like, do the, would those people order if they couldn't do it through Grubhub right. or through DoorDash or you know Uber Eats, any of those? Yeah. And the answer is probably no. They would find somebody else that they can order through via the app, and right. because it's the convenience, it's you know all around. But I don't think that they understand all of what goes into it for our side. You know, like they're getting hit with that six dollar delivery fee, and they think, oh, I'll, I'll take that hit, whatever. It's a lot but they don't think about that we're getting hit for the delivery fee as well. We're getting hit for the delivery fee, driver's fees, you know, all these fees that 33% from, from Grubhub and DoorDash, they're both the same with the processing fees. I mean, they're, they're just paying a lot more and then we're paying a lot more. So I tried to do this free delivery to SU and, and the campuses and I don't even know why that didn't stick. Hmm. You know, I was like, literally, I, you know, no fees, just call me. Wow. I will take it personally. And how, I mean, how many orders did you give you? Two. How, I mean, are you still doing, do you still offer that? I just tried it in the month of October and I got, I got one in October and then maybe two calls in November, wow. you know, they were like, oh, you still doing that? Cause we were offering, uh, we take OCMP cards. So we were like, oh, there's no way for them to do that via DoorDash and Grubhub. So, you know, I want them to be able to, you know, do that as well. If their, you know, cash flow is, you know, yeah. small and they got that OCMP card. I'll take that over the phone and then we'll deliver it to you. So I had a few people do that. Like I said, maybe two, three, but, but I, I opened it up to anybody, anybody at the campus. Like, I mean, you could have worked at university hospital as a doctor and I would still take it to you because whatever, free delivery is free delivery. It's put, keeping money in, in the restaurant's pocket rather than, you know, putting it through Grubhub and, and them taking all their fees and commissions and stuff. And it's just, I mean, you saw my rant and it's been a couple of them, you know, it's, it's, absurd man where does the grubhub doordash uber eats where does all that fall in line of your like opening is that something that you had from day one you're thinking we need to have this when we open or uh -huh. something that was like we opened and ah, maybe we should try this out we were we were projecting that it would at least double the business you know, we were hoping that we would ha still have a lot of foot traffic and then that would be a second layer on to add you know uh, extra business um, 
it it didn't really take off that like to where I kind of expected it to. I've done all the advertising through Grubhub and DoorDash. I've done, you know, $5 off your first delivery and then that just bit me in the ass even yeah. more because it's like, where does that $5 come from? Yeah, It comes from me. Right. It comes from my commission. It comes from the restaurant's commission. It comes from, you know, you're not, you know, you're getting $5 off, but I'm paying that $5. So, you know, it was good to get people in the door. I don't know how much of that stuck. What would you say is like the percentage of business in a week, if you had to guesstimate from walk-in traffic to deliveries? Uh, lately, it's been a lot more walk-ins, um, but there was a time that it was about 30% of my business was the delivery service uh, per day. You know, some days we'll, we, it'll be Grubhub, Grub, you know, depending on the weather um, or just whatever's going on. Um, I, I did expect a little bit more from that. I expected it to be probably about 50% because of just the ease of it and everything. Um, but it's been about 30, 30%. Are you happy that it's not 50%? Yeah, after I after I really like started paying attention because at first I was just so involved in absolutely everything that was going on that I I was just like okay it's going into my bank account it's fine but then I like started looking at it and you know we sold a thousand dollars in 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 food for whatever three days or four days whatever and five hundred was hitting my bank account and I was like whoa hold on a second how is that like. You know, and then I looked at it and they broke it down and it's like commissions and driver commissions and, you know, this commission. And I'm like, how are there three different commissions going into this? You know, and then on the top of that, it was also while I was running that promo for the $5 off. So I was like, another $115. And I'm like, yeah, I had 85 hits on that free promo or the $5 off promo. But I, you, I can't see the return on that. I can't see if cu this customer did another order. So the, the data logging, like I wouldn't mind spending that $115 if I could see that that person ordered more than just that one time. Yeah. I'm sure they have. I'm, I'm guaranteed that there have been a bunch of them that have, but how much of that did I get my return on? Paul, what's the biggest advantage of being on Grubhub and DoorDash? So for us, and I'm not, I'm not sure of Nick's business, but for us, we get a lot of traction from um, from the university area um, where individuals who can't come down or won't come down as frequently or drive over. Um, so for us, I think it's we obtain a customer we probably wouldn't have got in the shop uh, traffic wise. Uh, and it kind of introduces ourselves to some of that market. Um, that's the biggest advantage, I think, for us. Do you know like a rough estimate of like your average order on yeah, so our average or so generally our average ticket on Grubhub is about sixteen dollars. Um, usually it's a dozen, but ironically or not, it's every Saturday and Sunday we get a lot of those um, breakfast sandwiches with coffees. <clears throat> and uh, generally, I don't know about for Nick, but for us, it's been like the same Grubhub individual. They're Grubhubbers. They don't. They wouldn't call the shop and order. Um, they just every week. Go to go the same we got about the same clientele people that wouldn't typically come in friday night saturday night people same names pop up um what's the you know like an average order ours a little bit more about 31 dollars or so we we don't get many single meals it's usually two meals or more it's the, the fixed costs are already there so yeah. it's just kind of a cash flow thing yeah. extra orders are extra orders um yeah. you know the percentages are a little high but uh, for us it's 
it's another Bonus. way to get get some get some orders. Yeah. So overall, would you say being on Dropbox has helped the restaurant for you, Paul? Or do you think it's so, so it's it helps revenue. There are a couple of disadvantages, in my opinion. Um, I'm a guy who's like really focused on the experience and reviews. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, I I find myself not reading the Grubhub reviews because generally it's it's circumstances out of our control, 100%, driver related. 100%. Right, so the individuals think it's our driver, it's all us, and then, you know, driver wasn't polite, driver was late. Like these are things that aren't our con in our control. I guess we could, we could have Grubhub and offer our drivers um, and actually save some money on revenue, but for a small shop like ours, it doesn't pay to have an extra individual sitting around all day. Yeah. We don't have enough prep work. There's not enough for the, the timing on that for someone that doesn't do deliveries all the time. You leave yeah. with one, you come back get another one. I mean, it wouldn't be. Yeah. It it's wouldn't, not beneficial. Yeah. By the time he gets back, our our issue with Grubhub too is the timing of the food. We can crank out food. You get it ready. It's sitting there, and it'll sit there, and it'll sit there. And the driver finally comes, and then by the time he gets it 20 minutes away, it's like he said. Some of the some of the reviews could be a little harsh that have nothing to do with these great smoked ribs. That I mean, when they sit there for 50 minutes, anything sits for 50 minutes. It's it's not the same. So yeah, I mean, for us, the reason why we go we we use Grubhub is for to get extra revenue. Yeah, and because we can offer delivery without having. To have our own drivers. To worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, to worry just, about it, right? It's not our insurance. It's, a, it's, it's not It's basically drivers. a to go order for us. Yeah. The stuff we make, you want it out to the table immediately. Yeah. You don't want it to sit around hardly at all. So then when yeah. it does and you got to start refunding stuff that's out of our control, it hurts. Yeah. So if there's one thing you would change about uh, Grubhub or having any delivery service, what would it be? If I could change anything, it would just be educating the end user that they're not our drivers. So they don't leave these negative reviews based on. Right. or it doesn't end up affecting us. I guess ultimately it is, but it's really out of our control. Generally, the Grubhub customer is really dedicated to Grubhub. They'll use it. In fact, like if you try to reach them directly and say, hey, come and order with us, they'll still just go through Grubhub. Could you operate the business successfully without Grubhub? Oh, yeah. And the second yeah. part is how much, do you have like a rough percentage of your business that is deliveries through that? Ours is minimal. Um, or slow too. Yeah, it's not. It's so. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, um, mine my, my too. So you'll notice at some spots, right? I won't mention some of them, but I'll give you a little Thai place. You'll notice sometimes they'll have six tablets. They literally have alternative names all coming into one house. Those businesses are primarily like eighty percent delivery. They don't have walk-ins. They're not doing anything. I think it's reversed with us. That's a bonus. Winter time, we do more with it because we don't have the. Well, where we are now, the indoor patio is pretty much closed. The outside seating's closed. Summertime, when we're rocking, we don't even have Grubhub on a lot at nighttime. Just because from the Grubhub driver coming in, trying to find a place to go with million people inside, and then just it just turns into be too much. I think Grubhub is by far the leader. Yeah. Red bags, you yeah. know, guys are somewhat more professional. But they have taken advice. Since yeah. the, since the, about three years ago when they started in the area till now, combined you know DoorDash, Uber Eats, all that yeah. other stuff, and other um, restaurants picking it up now, it has gone a lot. 
of sound way sense, more options, you know. right? Yeah, so yeah. when we started. Yeah, but I mean, you could get delivered from just about anybody. Anybody. Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, How long have you guys been on Grubhub? Uh, we started in August of 2016. Wow, wow. So, you've been on so we've been on it for a while. Okay. Yeah, they promised a lot of things. Yeah, like what? Yeah, they, they said that we should be doing like, you know, up to 100 a day. And they were comparing us to pizza places, and there's no comparison with a pizza place. I mean, with the deliveries that pizza does is crazy compared to what we would do. Um, so realistically, we, I mean, I think right now we average about 60 a month. So we don't do anything great on Grubhub, but we also do DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Eat Streets. So we, we have four of them that come here. And DoorDash came in, and they... They picked right up. They they do more than Eat Streets and Uber Eats now. Uber Eats kind of died down when when DoorDash came in. Do you have a favorite that you like working with of all four? So I think DoorDash is the is the nicest ones. Uber Eats was the hardest to deal with. Really? Yeah, their drivers at first were just brutal. They're just rude. So we do our own Grubhub deliveries. Yeah. So we do orders. Yeah. Yeah. So is, do you do that with all of them? All the nope, orders? they're the only ones. But every Grubhub order you take? Yep. yep. And uh, does that save you any money by doing that? Uh, I think it saves like 10, 15%. Yeah, and they didn't offer it when they first came in to do our deliveries. We had to do our own. They just had the online ordering. Like, what's been the worst part about offering and delivering those services? Mostly dealing with some of the drivers they hire. With the, with the Grubhub, we don't deal with that. But most of it's just sometimes you get some people that want to scam you. Really? You know, oh, it didn't get here on time, it's missing this, it didn't do that, it's not hot, it's, you know, the the same people that would do it to everybody else, too. There's a lot out there, that, but most of them appreciate it. Yeah. So, and they, they're all repeat, or, you know, repeat customers, so. So, Grubhub, do you do the most business through Grubhub? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right now we do. What would you say is the percentage of your business is through deliveries, uh, through those platforms versus in person? Um, it's probably between 20, 25 percent, wow. and then maybe during the the college seasons, uh, you, it might jump up to 30 sometimes. But um, it stays pretty consistent with us. Like when the summertime, it slows down quite a bit, but um, it kind of makes up for it throughout the throughout the rest of the school year. Is there a pretty general or specific area where you send most of the deliveries? I'd say a lot of it's to the university. Um, we have, you know, down, some go up to OCC, um, Solvay area. Sometimes we go to Liverpool. So we our, our area is pretty big with Grubhub too. It's a little bigger than I'd like it to be because some of them are a little bit far. The OCC one's a killer. Yeah, Because that's, that's just, there's no quick way to get up there and back. Yeah. So, but, um, you know, the repeat customers, they're, they're, you know, they keep coming back. So stick with them for a while. If there was one thing you could change about any of the platforms, what would it be? Probably the cost that they charge us, you know, the amount they charge us. I think that's probably the, the worst. Is it important uh, for the business to have the, the delivery option through those platforms, or could you get by without it? Uh, no, I don't think we'd get by without it. I, I mean, it brings in a pretty good, pretty good chunk of business so that you wouldn't get normally. Yeah. So I'd rather, I'd rather have that kind of business and and keep it rather than go without it. Does it ever get unmanageable to do the deliveries yourself? Oh yeah, yeah, sometimes. I would hope that Grubhub and DoorDash get bigger and bigger because it brings in customers that we normally wouldn't get. I don't like the cost of them and stuff. I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a bad view. It's a, it brings in customers that we normally wouldn't get here. We we have a hard time with visibility anyway and stuff. So, um, you know, after after three years, we still have people in the building that don't even know we're here. So. Well, there it is. Do me a huge favor. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Let me know what you think of the Eat Local CMY podcast. And if you don't already, you can head over and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Everything's at Eat Local CNY. Thanks so much, and we will catch you at the next episode. Do you feel like you're being left behind? You got no friends and you got no peace of mind. Staking all of the time You've gone so far But there ain't no end inside well, I know how it feels To be lonesome So spend most of my days Having no Dreaming you were out there shining in the sun Lonely soul hoping that they find someone Baby, I hope I find you Hoping that they find some